Spirit Radio Podcasts. You know what? It is such a privilege to be able to support Irish authors. And our next guest will be familiar to many of you at Spirit Radio because he his voice was on air here for many years and has been a fantastic contributor to this show over the last number of years. Giving something that I think we all need, really good advice, encouragement and hope is something we don't talk about enough. And it is no surprise that just with his level of expertise over 20 years of life coaching that he has gone and got his own book published. It's great to have with us in studio life coach and now author Mark Fennell. The name of his book is Breakthrough Practical Steps for Moving from Stuck to Unstoppable. Well, I have to, before we get into kind of the book, Mark, we have to start off congratulating you. Um, I was at the fantastic launch a few weeks ago. It's like rocketed to number five in the best selling book list in Ireland for non fiction books. You must yeah. be pinching yourself. Absolutely. I mean, it, I'm delighted. And thanks for having me on, Wendy. Listen, always a pleasure and a great to chat as well. Uh, no, look, it's surreal is the word, but delighted as well. You know, I've always wanted to write a book. You know, um, I've been help working with people, as you say, like for a long time. And of course it comes up and the idea comes up and people say it to you, would you not write a book? Would you not write a book? And so I've always wanted to. And then out of the, I, I had a conversation with a friend one time, you know, she, when are you going to write a book? Now get serious, put a time on it. I said, yeah, no, because a lot of people say they want to write books, but it never happened. And I said, no, I'm going to do it. And if I put my mind to something, it happens. So I was like, no, I'm going to write a book. And a few weeks later, I get an email from Gil and they say, listen, we'd like to meet with you and we'd like to publish a book. You know, would you be up for it and whatever else? And so then I got the publishing deal. That was it. Hit the road running. And here we are. Yeah. And the fact that I got number five in the nonfiction charts is just amazing paperback. Yeah. And and so much well-deserved coverage of the book as well. For people who haven't heard much about it, Mark, I'm sure they, maybe they've seen some of the stuff in the papers and you've been all over the TV. But really, it's you taking your vast experience over the last 20 years of people that you've coached but you bring into the book you know you bring in a lot of your own experience which I find quite refreshing because there is a big culture of kind of influencers and these kind of wellness people and you're looking at them and they're, they're beautiful and they're perfect and they're lovely how, and every and you're kind of thinking yeah it's easy for you to be happy <laughs> and not anxious you know where you're actually bringing in the experience of others but also your own difficulties yeah. that was it, it, to me it read like well that was the thing that made you even more more wanted to help yourself and others along the way. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of the book, it's comprised of stories of clients that I've worked through and how they got through what they were going through. And they're very relatable stories. So they're, you know, the, the tools and tactics apply to all of us, pretty much. And the book is really about when you feel stuck in life or maybe you've lost your spark or you get some news that you can't change. Maybe you, maybe it's a divorce. Maybe it's a diagnosis. Maybe it's the job loss. Or maybe nothing happened. It's just you've lost your spark in life. And you're thinking, how do I get that back? I'm not happy like I once was. I used to be so motivated or whatever and enthused and now I'm not. So the book is for, for, for the, either of those two people. But of course, I had to put my own story in there as well because I always believe that the best lessons we learned are, are, are never from books, but generally what we've lived. And for me, you know, I had some, you know, there's two significant stories in there of my own experience of being stuck um, and, and, and how I kind of navigated out of them. Um, and, and I suppose not giving up because I think a lot of times we have, you know, the, the one path myth. You know, we, it's a term we use in psychology where we say sometimes people believe that it's one path and that's the only way to happiness. You know, whether it's that husband or that wife or that job or we, or we or I need that X of money or I'll be happy when I get there. And we kind of postpone happiness, you know, into the future. So we project it there, but we're not happy now. And sometimes the path changes against our will. And sometimes what we think we're working for, we never get. And sometimes what we think or imagine it's going to be like, it's not. 
Um, and for us, like, you know, myself and Fiona, like, uh, we, we were on a, on a path of, like, so many couples get married, then you start trying for kids, and then we ran into difficulty, then, you know, then we had to talk to doctors and so forth, and years of this. And eventually we got to a place and they said, listen, there's nothing more we can do. You're not going to have kids naturally, and that's just it. And, you know, we don't have kids. And the thing about it was, obviously at the time, I was like, how can we be happy? I remember asking myself, will I be happy now that my heart's desire, I'll never have my heart's desire. This vision that you have, this, thing, with this, this yeah. that you love and adore and that your childhood sweethearts and you're thinking, yeah, this is how it's meant to be. Yeah. And then there's the, the thoughts goes to your head. What if it's my fault my wife can't have a child and we're married? I feel stuck in so many ways. Anyway, we never actually found out who was at cause and it wasn't relevant anyway. Yeah, but I love when you said, um, you know, then you flipped it saying well if it was the other way around and if this was something to do with Fiona well yeah. I love her even more that I my heart just <sighs> yeah, that was beautiful in terms of I guess it's a reflection of when we're going through struggles how hard we can be on ourselves for sure we all do it. and if we said well how would you talk to the person you love about this it's exactly. the opposite of how we treat ourselves yeah sometimes you got to get out of your own way and step outside and say well if a friend came to you or someone you love with this scenario what would you say to them and you take a little bit of more of a rational approach and so what I basically, you know, what I realized was how I got out of that stuckness of that situation to find happiness and contentment, even when you, you know, that path, that road is closed. How do you find how happiness? How did you get to the, because you had to get to the acceptance place <clears throat> That's the first, first part, yeah. you know, uh, first of, of, you know, it's, oh, well, maybe there's other ways or maybe, and we tried everything, you know, but like there is that, that, that conversation in those scenarios. But the reality was, and I remember this because I, wrote, I read a book many years ago called Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. He was a psychologist in Auschwitz and it's a great book. But there's one line that from the book that always stuck with me and resonated with me. And it says, between the stimulus and a reaction, there is a space and that space is called choice. And it says, what we, can't, we cannot control the stimulus as in the event or circumstance, but we can choose how we react. And that ultimately defines the next step, the next move, the next day, the next what's in your future. And I realized, you know, I can't control this diagnosis but I can't control what I do next and is it going to lean push the needle towards the life I want or is it going to push it into a life of gloom and doom and I said you know what pull up your big socks you know and just focus on forward accept what's happened accept what you cannot control now this sounds easy now but this took a period of time accept what I cannot control and double down and focus on what the things I can and what going to actually improve my mood and I had to do I literally was leaning in a direct like doing things in life finding what we could be grateful for even though we weren't happy even though i wasn't happy at the time and i just but i know by being you know grateful i know by it's doing like, more know, of this if i just keep going through this habit you know yes. eventually it'll start to stick it will stick in yeah. it'll you know and i always liken it to like a car the front two wheels of the car are like you've got your thinking and your doing and the back two wheels of the car are like your physiology and your emotions you can't control them directly but eventually they'll catch up with the front two wheels if your thinking you're doing is in the right place, your actions and what you think about. And so, yeah, literally I would say, this is what I need to do because I was a coach, you see, so I knew what can help. This is what we need to do to push the needle in the direction we want to go. And then you start to see the light shining and then your life just gets fulfilled again. And then I realized what well, this does work. And to put it out there for anyone who's going through whatever you might be going through, probably a different story to mine. But I will say this, and from experience and from many others in the book, never give up on hope hope doesn't have all the answers hope just says i'm not going to give up good days will come smile the smile will return because you do get to a place and i can hand on heart now as anyone who knows me you know you can get to a place of a happy fulfilled life even when your dreams hearts desires don't come true you can find a fulfilled happy life that is true it takes time 
but you'll get there. And do you think, Mark, we spend, because a lot of people identify what you're saying, whatever they're doing, whether it's, and we spend a lot of our time, especially now with social media and everything, where we're looking at everybody else's life. You know, so you're, you're comparing and you're going, well, if I had that job or if I had those yeah. kids or if I lived in that house or whatever it is, then I would be happy. And, and we spend so much of our time <laughs> comparing ourselves to others. But it's different to maybe when we were growing up in that it's, it's relentless. It's constant. It's every kind of scroll of your social media yeah. feeds. I mean, that. How do you? How do you kind of? What do you do there? That? Well, I tell you what. You know, and so, and this is what I realized. As I say, the hard way, but it was the worst thing that ever happened. But you know, it was a blessing as well. You know, you, the only person you need to compare yourself with is the person you were yesterday, the person you were last week, the person you were six months ago. And is there even one percent improvement in your quality of life? Well, we'll take that as a win. And you build that 1% onto 1% or 1% and away you go. The whole point is everyone has it together online. And I can tell you now, and I, you know, because I was working with someone who who heard about me through word of mouth. And I've seen people, as some, some of my clients, money is not an option, uh, a problem. You know, they'll never have to work again and still have plenty. And then I've worked with people who are, you know, a single mom just trying to get back into the career life. And I've worked with people from all sorts of different lives, different backgrounds, different, you know, different spectrums, different sectors. And the reality is, the only person you should compare yourself to is how you're doing yesterday or last week. And am I improving my life? And bit by bit, it compounds over time. But if you want to set yourself back, start comparing to others. And I tell you one thing, that comparison comes with a guarantee. When we compare ourselves, we're guaranteed to feel less than because we think, oh, they have it together. So listen, we have to be disciplined. And it's easy. Don't I'll, I have a phone in my pocket and Instagram and all that. It's easy to see everyone's kind of winning at life. But before you start looking at everyone else's life, decide in the morning, what are you going to do for your life this morning, today? What little thing can I do today that's going to, you know, feel like I'm pushing the needle in the right way? And then when you've done that, then go look online. You'll find you'll compare a whole lot less because you've now done something about your situation. And that's the key. Start from within yourself before you look into the external because you're never going to find encouragement when you compare but you can find inspiration when you look at people who are doing or have done what you've already done and that's why I wrote the book I said look here's people who've been through what you have been through and look how they got through it and if they can do it you absolutely can it's not rocket science it, what about someone who's saying yeah the book sounds good but I'm not I don't really have any kind of major crises going on in my life but yeah. maybe they can identify with something you said at the very outset which was I kind of, I've lost that spark. I've lost that fava voom, even though there's nothing wrong per yep. se, you know, but I'm just kind of, and I think it's so many people fall into this. You're going through the, the, the motions, you know, you're going through the routine and, and all that sort of stuff, the daily grind. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, will it help them? 100%. As I say, there's two types of people the book is written for. The person who's gone through the thing that blew them out of the water, knocked them off course. And then the person who's just locked, lost her spark for no apparent reason or just, I've been going through life. There's a girl in the book I taught. I changed her name. Her name is Chloe. And she's early on in the chapter. And she came to me. She said, I've so, everyone's telling me practice gratitude. I've so much to be grateful for. I've got the kids, the house, the job, blah, 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 blah. On paper, said, it's my life's purpose. Oh, listen, to look at on my Instagram, I look like I have it all together. But she says, I'm just not happy. And she broke down. I said, but how are you really? And that's when she broke down. She says, I'm just not happy, even though I'm ble- I feel guilty that I should be. And she just lacked that sense of kind of purpose and fulfillment in her life, even though she was doing all she could as a mom, as, as a wife, as, as, as a CEO, she, was, she had her own business. And she said, I just feel like I am just going through life, not, not going through the motions. And the conversation we had, I said, well, when was the last time you had your spark? And I started there. And she said, oh, listen, that was when blah, 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 blah. And she listed off a few things. And I said, and how did that feel? 
what were you thinking like at the time? What was your day routine? What was your week? What were, how you spend your weekends? And we went through all of this kind of revisiting when she had her spark last. And sometimes people, because that could be 10 years ago, we revisited the spark. And I said, what can we take from that? We're not going to try and recreate that. But what is the telltale patterns that are included in that life at that time that bring you alive? And it turned out, it's for her, it was helping people. She now I was looking after people, but I wasn't actually helping people on their journey. Because back then, you see, she was helping people. She had her own startup, but she was helping people and so forth. And she said, that's what gives me, that's what tops me up when the I help people. Yeah. The fulfillment piece. That can be different for everybody. But when we figure out what that is, it's amazing. Some people, it can be just socializing. Some people, it can be just, you know, going out for nice hikes, you know, or whatever. W- whatever it is. Ask yourself, when did you have it? And what was in, going on in your life that made you have it at that time? And what can we bring something forward into current maybe adapt it to now and you might get you never know you might just get your spark back well it has been absolutely wonderful if you've just joined me I have talked to Mark Fennell about his latest book available on all good bookstores and I can say it is now a bestseller it's called Breakthrough Practical Steps for Moving from Stuck to Unstoppable Mark thanks so much for being with us on Spirit Radio today thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast don't miss out subscribe today find out how at spiritradio.ie